0: Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. Hey, lately I've been sharing tips and recommendations on living a healthy lifestyle based on the practical steps that I personally took to lose weight and reverse type 2 diabetes. In the last episode, I talked about the importance of finally taking your health seriously. I'm pretty sure you're like me and you're probably at that point where it's like, hey, you know what? I need to turn things around. So, I am ready to take my health seriously because guess what, everybody? We want to live a focused lifestyle that we can be proud of. So my goal is to help folks like you to be focused, to be fit and to feel alive every day. So in the last episode, I shared the value of making a quality decision. And that quality decision affects the way how you remain committed to your weight loss journey and your fitness goals, your eating goals, your habits and so forth, especially when you're faced with temptation. So be sure to check out last week's episode titled Committing to Living a Healthy Lifestyle When You Feel Like Giving Up. Hey, we've all been there. So be sure to check that episode out. So in this week's episode, I'm going to continue this series on developing a healthy lifestyle. So what can you expect from this week's episode? You're gonna learn why the way you eat is just as important as what you eat. So there's a difference between the way and the what. Secondly, you're gonna receive some of my recommendations on foods you probably need to avoid that may be leading to weight gain. So let's get into this episode. You don't wanna miss it. Welcome to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Oscar Kameho. My goal is to help diabetics and non-diabetics make lifestyle changes to reverse type 2 diabetes. So before we get into this week's episode, I want to share a comment that came in from a follower of mine on TikTok. Lisa Leo wrote, you are so open to sharing your journey. And for many of us, we share similar stories. And this reminds me that I have control over my body and my life. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, Lisa sent in this comment in response to a video that I posted about celebrating your freedom from food addiction and beginning your weight loss journey to reverse type two diabetes and other health challenges. Hey, if you are on TikTok and you're interested in following the content that I share on TikTok, be sure to head on over to TikTok, you can easily find me. So in the show notes, I'll leave a link to my TikTok profile for you to check out and also on my website at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. So let's jump into today's episode. Why changing the way you eat is critical to living a healthy lifestyle. If by now you're at the point where you're serious about living a healthy lifestyle, I want you to consider two things. Number one, consider what you eat. And number two, the way you eat. There's a difference. There's a big difference, in my opinion. When I talk about how much you eat, I'm specifically talking about portion sizes and portion control, I'm talking about over snacking, overeating. Because you know what? Eating and overeating can make a difference. If we're consuming so much food, if we're loading our plate with so much food, obviously, depending on what we're eating, it's going to be a challenge to lose weight. In fact, we're going to be gaining weight. So I want you to consider your portion size. Now, here's what I do, and I, I've learned this through... Um, Various uh, points of of research, you know, from doing some online research, you know, Google. I've gone to the American Diabetes Association website and some books that I've read, and they all talk about portion control and portion sizes. So, um, I recommend that you look at considering the plate method. The plate method is this: if you divide your plate into three sections. The first section is going to take up half of your plate and then the other half is going to be split into two equal thirds. So if you take half of your plate, let's say the left side of your plate, that's one half. Then the other half, you draw a line um, to split that half into two thirds, two equal thirds. Now, let me break it down and give you an example. So half of your plate, and this is what I do, half of my plate is actually vegetables. So let's say the left side of my plate is taken up by vegetables. Yes, half of my plate is usually vegetables. Now, the other half is split in two, basically two equal thirds. A one of those thirds or parts or sections is taken up by my protein, which is either a fish like salmon or chicken. I'm controlling my portion of my protein. Protein is very important for muscle growth and development. So keep that in mind. Then the other half may be, or excuse me, the other third on the right side may be a starch. Uh, I don't eat a lot of potatoes. and I'm going to get into uh, starchy foods. But if you do have a starch, and you're used to eating a starch, let that starch be a a third of your plate on the right hand side. So you kind of get what I'm saying. So the the goal is not to overeat and fill your plate with so much food. And actually later in this episode, I'm going to talk to you some more about carbs and what to avoid and the carbs that are okay for you to consume. So Again, think about changing how much you eat. That is your portion control, your portion sizes, and so forth. Now, secondly, when you eat, right? We talked about how much you eat, but then when you eat, again, we're talking about why changing the way you eat is critical to living a healthy lifestyle. So stick with me. When you eat is very important. One of the areas that I know I struggled with that actually led to a lot of weight gain in my situation and many others is when we're eating late at night, especially before bed. That's one of the worst times to load up your plate, you know, eating pizza in the middle of the night or late at night before you go to bed or eating fried um, wings and the french fries and hamburgers late at night because that food is just sitting on your body and your body's going into high digestion mode and trying to break that food down. And unfortunately, because we're not exercising immediately after we eat that late at night, that food gets broken down. Yes, but then it's easy to store fat in the body when you're eating late at night. Now, some people may say, well, I, I don't eat late at night. You know, I stop eating, uh, you know, let's say after eight o'clock, which is great, you know, um, especially if you're doing intermittent fasting and, and so forth. So we can talk some more about that in a different episode. But when you eat is very important. Some people like to skip breakfast or some people load up a bunch of food as soon as they uh, load up on a bunch of food as soon as they wake up in the morning. So uh, breakfast, while it is critical or very important for us, what you're eating that that early in the morning goes back to what we said um, before, how much you eat. If you're eating in the morning and you're loading up your plate full of a bunch of eggs and sausage, pork sausage, bacon and bread early in the morning. You're going to send your body into this sugar spike or glucose spike, especially if you're going to have like juices, like orange juice or apple juice, or even coffee with a bunch of cream and sugar in it. You know, when you eat these foods and how much you eat is critical, and we wonder why we have issues with our weight gain. I remember I used to go to this um, fast food place every morning and I would get an egg and cheese biscuit, um, a bacon egg and cheese biscuit or croissant or bagel with some um, hash browns. And uh, what else did I used to get? Oh, sweet tea or lemonade or sweet tea mixed with lemonade. So I was eating a lot of food for breakfast and eating foods that were unhealthy that early in the morning. And no wonder why I gained so much weight. So again, when you eat is very important as how much you eat uh, and your portion control. So keep that in mind. Now, here's the other thing, the third thing to consider, how you eat. Again, so how you eat, we talked about your portion control, how much you eat, we talked about when you eat. Now, we're gonna talk about how you eat. I'm talking about how food is prepared. One of the things I learned About myself, is even though I love fried foods at one point in my life and high sugary foods and salty foods, that those things were not good for me. You know, it led to high cholesterol, high blood pressure, um, and other complications that eventually led to me being diagnosed pre diabetic and then eventually. Uh, with type 2 diabetes, and I had gained a lot of weight. Some of you who've been following for a while, you know, I used to be 268 pounds. You know, I've lost over 80 pounds in less than a year by changing how I ate. So here are my recommendations. I recommend you avoid fried foods. I'm talking about your fried chicken, uh, your fried uh, french fries, you know, fried potatoes, uh, you name it. You know what foods you like that are fried, you know, because most of the foods you eat, especially whether you are at a restaurant or you're eating at home, you're probably dipping all of that food in a lot of uh, fat and oils that are just contributing to your weight gain and fat gain. And so what I recommend is that you avoid fried foods, especially for a period of time. Initially, if you're starting this weight loss journey, stay away from not only fried foods, stay away from your sugary foods. I mean, your pastries, your donuts, your cakes, <laughs> your pies. Um, don't cut off this episode because I'm messing with your sugary sweets and stuff that you like. <laughs> Trust me. I know, I know it's a struggle, but it's something that you need to consider, folks. Come on now. And also salty foods. I stop cooking with a lot of salt. Matter of fact, I don't add salt to my foods. If I do, it's like rare that I add salt to my food. If I want to get like that quote unquote salty taste, I use garlic instead, which is healthier, which is a healthier option. But I recommend that you stay away from salty food. Matter of fact, I went the other day. Um, to have breakfast with a very special person in my life. Don't ask who. Y'all probably find out soon. Or you will find out. In any case, uh, we went to have breakfast and at this um really nice cafe. And I mean, the food looked good, but they added so much seasoning, seasoning salt and some other stuff. It was, I think we had I know I had like an avocado toast with some eggs or something like that. And man, they doused it with all this seasoning, uh, salty seasoning. I don't know what it was, if it was like Lowry seasoned salt or something, but it was overwhelming. And because, you know, I hadn't had salty food in a while, it was like overwhelming. And I think her food was salty too. And, um, but it didn't stop us from having a good time. (laughs) Anyway, uh, before I get sidetracked on my personal journey of happiness and peace, let's keep going. (laughs) As I move on, here are my recommendations on the four high-starch foods you should consider cutting or reducing from your diet to help jumpstart your weight loss to seeing results. Now, don't cringe when you hear this list, okay? Just roll with me. Trust me. I'm your friend. I'm your brother. I have your best interests in mind. So don't trip. OK, don't stop following me. Just Keep following. OK, here for foods, high starchy foods <laughs> that I think y'all need to cut. And this is what I did. Now, even if you do this for like 10 to 14 days or even a month, you're going to start seeing results, you know, And it's not about just eliminating, it's about uh, choosing a better alternative. So I'll do my best to give you some alternatives, but I kind of wanted to bring this to light to you all um, so that you can consider your weight loss journey and what it will take to um, turn your lifestyle around so you can live a healthy lifestyle. Number one, bread. Number two, rice. Three, pasta. And number four, Potatoes. Well, I can already see your ears burning right now, your face turning red, and you're like, what? Bread? Rice? Pasta? Potatoes? I love those. Hey, trust me. Not, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, am I saying to completely cut these out of your uh diets forever? Not necessarily. I'm saying you want to consider reducing them or eliminating them, at least for a period of time, but also finding better alternatives. Because you see, these represent forms, uh, these starches obviously uh, represent certain forms of carbohydrates, right? Your body needs carbohydrates for fuel, but we don't necessarily need bread, rice, and pasta, as well as potatoes for fuel. Those are just types of carbohydrates. And I'm going to share with you some carbohydrate what carbohydrates are. Um, and some different types of carbohydrates and my recommendations on switching some things out. So when I say to cut cut rice, uh, you know, bread, rice, pasta and potatoes, I'm talking about um, changing the things that may be contributing to your weight gain. Right. A lot of people love to eat bread, white bread, you know, those refined Um, breads that are loaded with a bunch of sugar and you don't even realize it and those things are contributing to your weight gain. You know, uh, bleached, enriched white rice, it may be cheaper to buy, but it's messing with your body and your metabolism and causing you to store fat and causing you to gain weight. All things that we want to eliminate, right? Anyway, we want to eliminate fat. We want to get rid of that visceral fat around our organs so and that subcutaneous fat, that fat that's just lying underneath the skin. So, hey, we got to make some changes. Pasta, you know, obviously, you know, the flour pasta and some of these other pastas, there's just no bueno for the body. Are there some alternatives? Yeah, a bunch of alternatives. Potatoes, ah, oh, man, come on. Roasted potatoes, you know, that uh, have a little bit of olive oil on them. Man, those are good. But imagine if you totally do what we probably have all done before. You know, it's Thanksgiving, the holidays are coming around or there's a social gathering and we load up on potatoes because we just like it. We feel, quote unquote, full when we eat those potatoes. But then that stuff just quickly starts absorbing in the body and in the bloodstream and sends our blood sugar skyrocketing. And we don't realize that we are at this peak of high glucose and high blood sugar. And our body is like, whoa, 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 I got to make all this insulin. So uh, to, to reduce this blood sugar, and we do that long enough and over time, and then we become or develop insulin resistance. And guess what, folks, that is what type two diabetes is. So um, which foods have carbohydrates or are carbohydrates? So grains such as bread, noodles, pastas, crackers, cereal and rice. And believe it or not, fruits are considered carbohydrates. You know, apples, bananas, berries, mangoes, melons, orange, etc. You have certain dairy products such as milk and yogurt are considered carbohydrates. Legumes, you know, dry beans, lentils, and peas. Um, you have your black beans, red beans, kidney beans, you know, that stuff that we like to eat. So carbohydrates are not the problem. It's the type of carbohydrates. So here are three main types of carbohydrates. I've already mentioned um, two of these. Your sugars. Sugars are considered carbohydrates. <laughs> Starches are considered complex Car- carbohydrates and back to sugars. Sugars are com- considered simple carbohydrates; those that absorb quickly in the body and hit the bloodstream very, very quickly. So, I mentioned starches, more complex. They're they're made up a bunch of of a, of a bunch of simple sugars all strung together. And you know what? Your body needs to break down starches. In order to use them for energy, you know, again, your bread, your cereals and your pasta, but you don't necessarily need bread. You don't need cereal and you don't need pasta. Starches include vegetables, which I do recommend that you eat more of. And if you're going to eat potatoes, you know, potatoes aren't bad. It's just how they're prepared uh, and so forth. But I still want you to reduce your intake of how much potatoes you eat you know, corn is considered a starch. Uh, Corn, as opposed to certain other vegetables, will raise your blood sugar um, to a degree. And everybody's body is different. So just keep that in mind. So another type of carbohydrate is fiber. Fiber is considered a complex carbohydrate. Your body can't break down most fibers, but eating foods that are rich in fiber will help you feel full and make you less likely to overeat. So increase your fiber. Don't shy away from fiber. Fiber also helps your digestion of food and helps you, let's be, without being graphic, it helps you to go to the bathroom. And unfortunately, a lot of Americans, um, not just Americans, but in the standard American diet, that's what I like to focus in on, we don't get enough fiber, you know? So it's good to make sure that you're eating foods, such as vegetables and fruit that are rich in fiber. You know, don't just reach for that sugary fiber bar that you see in the health section and you think that you're really doing a lot to help your body, but you could be working against um, the gains that you're trying to make. So just consider that. So again, sugars, starches, fiber, right? Those are the types of carbohydrates. Now, what type of carbohydrates should I eat? I've already alluded to some of that. You know, when eating grains, choose mostly whole grains and not refined grains. You know, whole grains are foods like whole wheat bread, brown rice, whole cornmeal, and oatmeal, and so forth. Again, eat lots of fiber. Definitely uh, keep fiber as a part of your regular diet. Avoid foods that have a lot of added sugar. I have a a couple of episodes where I talked about sugar addiction. I, I think you should go back and you know, uh, listen to those episodes because, you know, what, folks, sugar is probably one of the top things that contributes to a lot of weight gain, a lot of uh, immune deficiency uh, disorders, a lot of other health conditions, not only type 2 diabetes, but just other things that really affect a lot of people. And sometimes we wonder, well, why is sugar such a big deal? You know, I won't get into it in this episode, but I really want you to consider the fact that, you know what, you don't need a lot of sugar to survive. Some people believe that, hey, you know, I need a lot of energy, so I'm just going to eat a lot of sugar. I'm going to have, you know, this cake or this donut or even a bagel, this um, cream cheese that has this bunch of sugar in it. And am I saying not to eat bagels, not to eat cream cheese? Guys, you already know that by now I'm not saying that. I'm saying to avoid foods that have a lot of added sugar. And unfortunately, a lot of the boxed uh, foods, the foods that are in bags, the the boxed, uh, even some of these boxed and canned foods, that you're thinking are safe are just full of a lot of sugar. i mentioned about the protein bars or high fiber bars. If you're not paying attention to the label, you could be consuming a lot of sugar. You know, your, your juices, oh my God, your fruit juices, the apple juices, and all the sports drinks um, and things that you add to your coffees are really just loaded with a bunch of sugar. I remember this one sports drink I used to have before and after workouts. I was so surprised that this one small bottle of, um, I think it was like 12 ounces of this uh, electrolyte drink had so much sugar and it It had like 12 or 14 grams of sugar. The orange flavor had so much sugar, I I was shocked. But in any case, um, one day I was at Costco and I met this this gentleman and he looked good for his age. He looked to be in his like mid to late 50s. And I walked up to him and asked him, you know, what is the secret to his exercise? You know, what is he doing? And he was like, it's not the exercise. It's actually what I put in my body. So he spent about 20 to 25 minutes just teaching me about how to read labels on the back of foods and just the difference between added sugar artificial sweeteners and just so much. And it just blew me away. So um, sugar is a challenge for a lot of people. For those of you all who are struggling with type two diabetes, um, we, we know what it is to have to take insulin injections or you're maybe on meds and so forth. So thank God I was able to wise up changed my life around. I was able to reverse type two diabetes. Yes, with a lot of exercise, but mainly it was it was what I was putting in my body, folks. You know, I had to revolutionize my way of thinking. I couldn't avoid it. And it's not just so easy as just saying, okay, just stop eating sugar altogether. You know, sometimes we can't avoid it. But what we can do is uh, make better choices. And I think that is the basic premise and the basic or bottom line thing that I want you to take away from today's episode. You know, why changing the way you eat is critical to living a healthy lifestyle. Because see, if you don't change the way you eat, how you eat, how much you eat, when you eat, and you're going to continue struggling and you've come too far to give up now. You see, when I was going through my diabetes scare in the hospital, being 268 pounds, overweight, obese, tired, sluggish, malnourished, frequently urinating, dehydrated, eating unhealthy every day, I had to make a decision. Not only did I had to decide to take my health seriously enough to make a quality decision. I had to consider changing the way I eat every day not just to meet a weight goal but I realized later on the importance of developing a healthy lifestyle and I'm so glad I did because I when I say I have so much energy now I don't miss the donuts I don't miss the brownies the the, the fudge double fudge brownies With the vanilla ice cream, you know, I'm painting a picture for you, but don't think on it too long, okay? Because you're going to desire it. You know, all these other foods that I used to crave, the chips and all this other stuff, folks, I no longer crave them. I can look at a piece of cake and the desire to have it isn't there. I can easily walk away from chocolate chip cookies. I can easily walk away from uh, other unhealthy foods, french fries, every now and then I may have a french fry, uh, you know, order french fries. I, I don't eat them every day like I used to. But there was a time where I decided I'm not going to have fried foods. I'm not going to have breads and pasta. I mean, pizza, I haven't had a pizza in well over a year, probably a year and a half. Not because I don't like pizza. I actually do like pizza. But I know for me, pizza was a problem area. The combination of the breads, the the cheese, the oh my gosh, and just the stuff that I used to put on the pizzas like the pepperoni and the sausage, you know, those processed foods and all this other junk, man. Yeah, and I used to eat it all late at night. Every Thursday was Pizza Thursday. <laughs> Eating four or five slices without even thinking about it. You know, your issue may not be pizza. Your issue may be little Debbie cakes or you know you know what you what you're eating? So my goal is to help you to make lifestyle changes so that you can avoid and prevent diseases in your life, such as type two diabetes and other health complications. You know, your issue may be high cholesterol, your issue may be hypertension, high blood pressure, it may be some thyroid issues that you have going on, some uh, immune deficiency things that you have going on, all kinds of things that lead back to how we're eating. So folks, as I wrap up today's um, episode, I want you to consider, there's a couple of books that I recommend. Um, when it comes to sugar, um, Jesse and Chuspe wrote this book called uh, Glucose Revolution. And it was a, an eye-opening read for me. So that book is called The Glucose Revolution by Jesse N. The other book, I've been recommending this book. uh, They need to start paying me because I'm talking about these books all the time. (laughs) By James Clear is another book. It's called Atomic Habits. And it's about the small changes that you can make to really turn your life around and develop good habits while eliminating bad habits. So I recommend those two books, you know, one on sugar and uh, the glucose impact on our bodies, as well as developing good habits, you know, the Atomic Habits book by James Clear. So that's it for this week, folks, and stay tuned for the next episode. I'm gonna be talking about drinking water and why water is important to your weight loss, especially when it's time eliminate sugary drinks and how to go about doing it so stay tuned to hear next week's episode so as always my friends stay focused keep moving never go back leap forward bounce back because you can and above all else trust god you got this i believe in you be sure to visit the website at www.BeatingDiabetesLifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. If you would like to submit a question or a comment about the show or to learn more about the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at BeatingDiabetesLifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.